All right, good evening and welcome to the football chat room. Um, today's episode will cover Newcastle United, um, as in our series, of course, continue our series. But just before we go into that, United are on the verge of agreeing a fee with Ajax for the transfer of Mohamed Kudus. Now, this is coming from David Ernstein. And just before Etel decided to happen, Etel, by the way, we wanted, we really wanted to today. Um, but Ethel had other plans for us anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no more using Ethel's record, so yeah, this should go well. We, we've tried to record multiple times, but it's been cut short because of network. Yeah, so West Ham wants that Mohamed Kudus. Good evening, Precious. Just before we got caught, um, we're talking about um, Mohamed Kudus and where he will fit in and better moves for him. So we're just going to go through all of that again. So, um, Precious. What I want you to do is to recall what we're saying and just um, chip it in, and then we will continue from there. Yeah. Um, about Kudus, I was, I was initially. <laughs> it's hard to do this all over again. Ethel, now one for you. So, for Kudus, I was saying that, like, personally, I was so excited when he was linked to Brighton. I think I spoke to you about it. I was like, yeah, this I feel this is a Brighton player. He has good technical ability and you know he can play across the front line and basically be a backup for anybody, right? And who knows, maybe even start a few games. And even start games. Yeah, so they have they have yeah, Europe to play currently injured and yeah, and all of that. And uh, um I know Welbeck has been good. But I think in the long run, especially considering that he's aging, and I feel like Jao Pedro should have a higher ceiling right, than Welbeck. And there's even Ferguson there. Ferguson, right? But um, it's really so. I I don't think he would he would get games in the center forward position. But I think he could be a backup to my Toma. Um, he could play attacking midfield. Uh, I think attacking midfield is really light for them right now because I think it's it's only Enciso and Jao Pedro, right? And Enciso is injured right now, so uh, he could also play off the right. The way Brighton play, I think he can he can really suit that system coming from Ayas, you know, proper um person identity and all of that. So I think he's very good technically. Would have definitely been a Brighton player. But like you said earlier, right? Um, you you've also pointed out that West Ham are in the Champions League. But really, what I'm Champions talking League. about is Kaoma. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> sorry, sorry, not not Champions League. The in in the Europe, right? The Europa yeah. League. So yeah, but I think uh, Brighton's style of play is you know a better quality of football. Generally, I feel like they would they would struggle less. Yeah, up there with uh, with Man City this season, uh, at the top of the table. So like that's what you get with Brighton. Which, but then we also talked about the issue of the the release clause being release clause, yeah. to that deal. So the fact that uh, uh, Brighton may have refused to. You know, it's allow him. Yeah, it's hard to release clause. I like, think you know, Brighton. They like to make a lot of money, and I think, yeah. I think uh, that worked 
against them in the Mikazi Stadio, and I don't think they want that to happen again. Yes, and so, then very importantly, I think Brighton um, now deserve that um, it's normal for a club like Brighton to sell players, but I think at some point, yeah, Brighton would be ambitious about winning stuff, actually winning stuff, and not just being a selling club. You know, while they make a lot of money. There is plenty of money in the Premier League, and at point at some points, the owners will get ambitious about winning trophies with the way they play. How I think they will not want. It to is win. very possible for Brighton to win trophies. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my point. Yeah, so it's, they will it's one of the their... teams. It's one of the teams that I know that when they play against big clubs, they go toe to toe. Yeah, right. There is no modifications or respect. Too much respect given to the other club, right? It's really, yeah. Let's see if you can play. And you no, saw that very excessively towards the end of the season. Yeah, you, 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 If you lose, you lose, right? If you lose, you lose. I mean, but it's, you it, come it, to play it's with what it is. You come No, last season, last season they played Arsenal twice. First game ended four to Arsenal one. And three, one that game. game. And in the game against against Arsenal, you know. I was. I even had it in mind that Embracer were going to win that game. That game was so end to end that, like, you you, you know, what Arsenal did against what's this team? Um, in the Palace, that game ended one nil. Yeah. What Arsenal did, they basically yeah. had to bring on a lot of players and play a low block. That's what happened in that game. Like it was like okay, so first half, everyone is happy. Arsenal happy, and then suddenly Arsenal, it's three one. And then Arsenal now realized um, okay, so it's two one. Ted Brighton now scored three two. Arsenal now realized that um, something and that game could well have been four three. There was an offside goal by Mitoma disallowed, you know. So that game was an indicator of how Brighton were going to go through the season. And um if 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 you know, if Brighton will take the fourth spot from us and it's very ridiculous because we finished second last season United have I think Brighton Brighton are going to the championship this year yeah going, I, mean, I think they are going so to there's the also Newcastle in the mix who are the very transfer window but yeah. now from what I'm hearing the Premier League have five slots they, this they, I mean they they don't I I really don't know yeah I really don't know but it's yeah I've, I've heard of that people. I was having. I, was, I have. Let me just quickly confirm that. Continue while so, I confirm that. And then let's move on to West Ham and Mohamed Kudus for West Ham. Now, um, like I was saying, um, the fact that a player is versatile is enough reason to sign them. Yeah, and that's something. Now, I think Kudus did the right thing for himself to negotiate a release clause. Yeah, because he sees potential in himself, and that's that shows good mentality for him. You know, seeing that I will be more than West Ham or more than Brighton and Hover Albion in the future. I mean, probably even wants to. Like, ju- just like um, Ronaldo wanting to play for Real Madrid and then um, Ferguson doing all he could to keep him for one more season. Yeah. Um, Kudu sees that he has potential and he has this clause, probably even putting a relegation clause into his contracts. Um, anyway, they've not yet agreed personal terms. Yeah. So personal terms are usually not an issue, especially when player wants to move. But West Ham understand the terms of the deal with Brighton, who are a better team currently, and um know that this is what Kudus will want in his contract and that he's willing to stay 
at Ajax if these terms are not met. So, yeah, I think um, Kudus has done a very smart thing by insisting that a release clause be put in that contract, yeah, because he will want to move, yeah, <clears throat> probably even once because um, this guy, and what's his name now, um, I think it was Marco Van Basten that was saying that um, if Kudus, he will come to United, so, yeah, there's probably that, and it just leaves a lot of options open for the player at that release clause. Yeah, so everything, everything is uh, everything is quite uh, it's not it's not uh, it's not really clear. Yeah, it's because it's not confirmed. Some yet. people are saying that if uh, if the if a Premier League club it has to be one if 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 a Premier League club wins the Champions League again this season, mm. like. So like it's it's I think it's something that we'll tweet about when we confirm it. So okay. I think it's it's something we leave alone for now. But I think Brighton are that good to be in the conversation. Yeah, I, very a very good team. We're going to have Man City, Newcastle, uh, Man City, Newcastle, there's, Arsenal, Chelsea, uh, there's Arsenal. There's United. Crazy. I don't think no no no. I don't think Chelsea for a minute are going to the Champions League. They yeah, me neither. They play. I feel like they play really good football, right? Like I've seen them play, and you know, it's very, it's very fluid, right? But I feel like, I feel like they they should be the the players that are really excelling right now are not difference makers, let's say, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a very young team, you know. It's a very young team, and they are suffering from that lack of experience, Premier League experience, to be precise, right? All over, all over the pitch, right? Because it's crazy how the, you know, the game with West Ham went. Was it West Ham? <laughs> yeah, West Ham. Yeah, so it's crazy how the game with. I feel like Sterling was really good in that game, which has been rare of late. Right, selling being really good in the Premier League, but he was, and there was really, in as much as Nicholas Jackson looks exciting, he's not, he has not delivered in two games, right, mm-hmm. and not for the lack of chances. Balls have been put into the box, very good balls. That Chelsea game, I I didn't want Chelsea to win that game, but the chances they created in that game, which was squandered by Mudrik. I don't know why Martin did not come on for uh Chilwell when he was taking off, right? Or sorry for um Kani Chukwemeka. Is it Chukwemeka? Kani Chukwemeka. Chukwemeka is currently injured, by the way. Yeah, yeah. When when he came up with that injury, um, I don't know why Martin didn't come on because Mudrik has not really Mudrik. I don't really know what's up with that guy. Like I thought, like <laughs> there are still chances. Like, yeah, still... you know, we, we talked about him on this podcast after that Liverpool game and how much yeah. potential he has, very direct and everything. So, I now let know me... that it's not just goes to his head. It, I feel like it's a similar situation to when you are watching Darwin Nunes, right? It's as if everything is... They are playing with the weight of the world, like, on mm. their shoulders, right? They don't... They are not uh, enjoying their football. Right, they are always trying to 
too hard. So, and I feel like that comes with it. Sometimes it comes with the transfer fee. Right? It's very, and have to but, play at a big club. Yeah. 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 So, so I feel like okay. I feel like the way he talks, it seems he has it mentally, right, to play at the big I don't know if you've seen him talk, his interviews and all of that. Yeah, yeah, like, I have. He has this confidence, this arrogance, all of that, but you know, at some point you need to start delivering on the good, right? You have to mm-hmm. start showing people why you should be here because you know Chelsea, Chelsea are not united. They will sell him. Okay, now um I now talking of United, just this final question before we move into what we have for today. Um do you think United will make top four this season? Yeah, I think we will make top four this season. That's as much as they do. There's a part of me, right, that screams, now this is bias, right? But that United team, right, we are suffering right now. I think I've said it in one of our attempts to record, right? So, no, no, no. It was a call, like, when we were doing the sound check and all of that. So, I said the United team is is suffering because of the way Ten Hag wants to play this season, right? I feel like it is exposing that United team. If we go back to how we played last season, we will win games for sure, right? Go back to how we played last season, we will win games. But the way he wants to play right now, these players, they are not, I don't know, they don't have, they are good players in their positions, right? But, you know, it's going to take some they, time to they don't have to. the intelligence you get inside them to quickly, you know, switch up the game. And I feel like, to an extent, it's also on Ten Hag, right? Because players, you, you teach them adaptability, and, you hard time with them. And the you pre- watch training the down. of players. Do you understand? Yes. These are the yes. players you chose to buy. Exactly. You know when, during the transfer window, the transfer window is still on, by the way, but earlier in the transfer window, where I was saying that, you know, Ten Hag is the boss, right? If he wants to go for Mason Mount, then he has to cope with whatever comes out of it, right? There is no hiding place. We wanted this guy. Everyone knows that you wanted this guy. My United supporters, some of them spoke up and said, why this guy, right? He's not the right profile that we need, right? And he wanted him anyways. And I don't think that the Mount experiment has been a complete failure, right? And no, no, he has in not. Contrast, has not. In contrast, like, sorry, not to say complete failure or a failure so far, right? Because I was, like, as I was telling I mean, you last you time. You can see the signs of he, what he wants Messi Mount to do. Yes. Messi Mount created two turnovers against Tottenham in the first half. And those chances were all. In every, everything positive we did against sports. Yes. Those chances were squandered. You get. So, it is, it's not really something that, you know, when you're making a tactical switch for a team, you don't really focus on individuals unless you feel like the coach is asking them to do something that is not in their skill set, like, like trying to invert one Bissaka and add him to the build-up. That, is, that, and that is a terrible, terrible decision. I'm just going to say that you there should... is no full-back as United that can invert. Now, Luke Shaw would invert, but he's not disciplined enough to invert. Yes, he does. No, no, no. Listen to this, right? Number one is Luke Shaw 
I feel like uh, I feel, oh, number one. Okay, let me start from. I feel like Lisandro Martinez has become less vocal, right? And he is not shouting enough in that back line because Luke Shaw has not been. I don't think Lucio is not the leader in that back line, right? Because that goal that we consider the, the first goal from uh, Sa, right? That cross should never come in, right? It should never have come into that box because there were a lot of space, especially not with that space. Like, I feel the more the more space you allow a winger, they are able to kick their cross. They can put yeah. it more comfortably into the danger zone. So when Kulusevsi was trying to come in, Luxor should have stepped out and trusted Martinez to cover him, right? And then they retreating Ganacho. City do this all the time. When they step out, even Grealish talks in. He comes back and mm -hmm. he talks mm -hmm. in, right? Mm -hmm. So that the fullback can step out. And when you are on the wing, it is not the winger's job. The winger has to come, come inside and cover the runs that might come in from a midfielder. Yeah, yeah. You get so the fullback has to step up, step out and prevent the cross from coming in. Luke Shaw did not do that. And it doesn't mean that he is a bad defender, right? It's just that you know it it's like a lack of understanding of what to do in that situation. You get like we've we've had this discussion many times where we say it's it's uh it's the coach that wins the league. Right, but the players win the cup, right? Mm -hmm. The coach yeah, yeah. has to tell these people how to play in different transitions of the game. Now, yes. if yes. Luxor leaves that inverted role, there should be somebody to cover so that position. You get, we already have a lot of numbers on that forward line, right? If Luxor replaces somebody, there's no need having a seven, right? in front. Someone should and leave the play. It's as if they don't understand that. It's as if they say, okay, you know, you play, you try to create chances quickly and counter-press if you lose the ball. And then they don't understand that, okay, that does not stop you from doing the basics of the game, right? Which is moving, covering space, and understanding the transition. And, and, and yes. funny enough, yeah, during, during the counter-press, I think um, there are rules to counter pressing. Now, if you lose the ball and you counter press and you don't gain the ball back in a specified period of time, you have to get back into shape. Yes, you have to go back to a low block first and then look for three guys. You get because the counter press has failed. You get so I don't even. We talked about let's say the Tottenham the Tottenham game for yeah we talked uh, about it mentally. yeah but we talked yeah. about it and we talked about how Ten Hag's team played excellently right in the first half and some parts of the second half right but the Tottenham team adjusted and there was nobody on the pitch that could say this is where I expect Bruno to come in right. I won't lie, right? That's what I that's what I think. I I used to think he's that player, right? Yeah, I mean, but I feel like his ability is more of individual. Maybe he doesn't read the game as well as I thought he did, right? Because you are the captain, you play in midfield. It's your job, right? To tell these guys, now nah, this is not working. Stay tight, right? And all my United had to do 
was to just stop that press. Like, that was not working. It was no longer working. Like, don't do it anymore, right? Or at least change the shape. You get... They just increased the distances between their players. That's what happened. That's all that I Tottenham think, did. They, I, they I, think the distance. I think we should move from United. It's 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, 20 minutes. It's not because like we only talked about United. United. But yeah. I'm just saying that, uh, generally, just changing the way we play, right, or magically getting these players adapted to, to the way we play. And, for, like, I mean, there... Right? Like, I, I feel like at a big club, you have to understand that, man. You have to win, yeah. I mean, you're playing at United and Ten Hag, like Ten Hag's points last season. In fact, that was what he used to attract players to come and play for him. I think he assured players that, look, I will get you to the Champions League next season. He said it very clearly in his press conference that this is that we belong in the Champions League and we will be in the Champions League next season. In fact, I was never confident, yeah. And now, this is my prediction. I'm not so confident in finishing top four. Except the transfer window is still open. And United need to get to an Amrabat. It's yeah, a true, like, at this point. The guy is basically begging. If that guy goes to Liverpool, and like, now, I'm expecting a 7 0. I'm just I'm expecting said, another 7 0. The manager has said that now Amrabat will move this summer. The problem is where he will go to. The manager has said that now he's training alone and he's not going to play the game. And Fiorentina's game next game at the weekend, yeah. So that's pretty much confirming the transfer. Now I don't know what's happening at United, and now the thing is, I never knew, and these things could move very quickly because Van de Beek was not involved in our last game. Van de Beek played today for fitness reasons. Now <laughs> we lost behind closers to Crystal Palace. No, so um, Burnley, sorry, three goals to nil. Yeah. And now players, players who have not really gained fitness played that game. Anthony Martial, Hannibal, Majbri, Van de Beek, Brandon Williams, all of those players who are, who, don't, who are not very fit. Yeah. Now Van de Beek played that game for fitness. No. So I think that there's something that is going to happen with Sufjan Amrabat, but we really need Sufjan Amrabat. And now if you get Amrabat and we sell McTominay, we have to get Gavin Betch. Anyway, that's a long story. Um. So today, majorly, we'll talk where, about... Where do, we send, where do we sell McTominay? I mean, I was going to say Newcastle. But Newcastle already stacked. We had the guts to reject the bid for McTominay. It's, it's like he demos me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Newcastle are going to come back. Why, do, why would they need McTominay? No, they I mean, they are not. They are not, yeah. But, but, but things like the transfer window is... It's, it's very beautiful that it's still open because, like, you know, the whole deadline, this stuff, and how I stay awake and everything. A player could just get injured yeah. and then long term injury, and you see. Anyway, I mean, that's how we signed um, what's his name now? Um, the guy who's killing me for Dortmund now, um, Sabitza. Yeah. So things could happen very quickly in the transfer window. Yeah. So, I mean, McTominay, United have said, look, he's going to play this season. Yeah, he's not going to play all games, but he's going to play. So if you want to buy him, you have to give us enough money to buy a replacement. Yeah. So that's I now, think United and United are not a serious club. I think it's it's that clear to everyone right now because <laughs> like you shouldn't be caring about all of these things. You should have a plan. Right? The transfer window was open for how long? Like if let me tell you, uh, how do you get let me say 20 million 
out of McTominay, when these people know that you will never play him, you get, mm-hmm. you will not play him under any circumstance. You get. So why would they give you even twenty million? That thirty million was like a unicorn, <laughs> a unicorn and amount. I even feel like I even feel like if we had negotiated and told them, you know what, bring thirty five, we'll consider. We're now at forty five. Like, are are you greedy? No, they wanted to do. They wanted to. They wanted to do something that they will be praised for. You get. You managed to sell me so many for this, right? When Mateus Nunes is going for 50 million euros, you want to sell McTominay for 45. Are you having a laugh? Anyway, let's <laughs> McTominay, move on to Newcastle. is not a young star. He is not a young star. Not let's a young move on star. To Newcastle, <laughs> this is my club. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Newcastle, um, do you have the squad list? Um... Um, hold on, I'm pulling that up. I've had it like open for a while, but this CL app and it's doing its thing. Uh, you can see, 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 you but I have the squad now. So, um, player certification for Newcastle. So you can you can repeat uh, the the tiers. The tiers were certifying these players under. Mm. Okay, so classified players under. Yeah, yeah, I yeah continue. Can you hear me now? Okay. So, we are going on the categories of poor, average, good, great, and world class. So, that's five levels. Um, now, just to repeat again, um, now you may see a great player go under the bracket of good or a player you would turn world class go under the bracket of great. Now, this is because we think consistency is the most important judge of transition from one level to another. Yeah, and usually, this is my personal opinion. People use two seasons. People, people even use four. So I think if you've been consistently playing, playing at a very good level for three seasons, then you should be in that level. Yeah. So this is just provide context to where we rate some players. I mean, with United, we saw um, we called players like Menu average because he has not played enough to be on a tier above average, and he's not a poor player. So this is just for context. Yeah. So first off on the list you have Martin Dubrafka. I think average. Oof, yeah, average. I mean he L- thing is thing is Dubravka actually played for Newcastle before United, like cup games and everything. And he was good, yeah. But again, problem too little sample size, so we cannot tell. But he was good. Yeah, so. and he used but, to be Newcastle's number one. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to call him. I'll, I'll just say good. I'll just say good. Mm, I would say average. Maybe sensey bias. Okay. Loris Caris. Oh. 
<laughs> Very poor. Oh, and he's poor. I think great. Great, I'll yeah, great. 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 Max Gillespie, I don't even know who that is. Nah, me neither. <laughs> Kieran Trippier. Great. Ooh, good. <laughs> I would say great. He's been consistently one of the best right backs in yeah. the league. And even for Atleti, he was good for Atleti as well. So, yeah, great. Yeah, I think great, yeah. For Domet, I don't know. I don't know. Have I seen him? Then, Botman, good. Good. I think second season... Botman is is on his way to be a great player. Yeah. This season, great. And depending on how he even performs, there is a performance that would even catapult him to world class. I, I, I like. He's he looks really good. He looks really, really good. Solid. Like concentration is always on point. That's one thing with Botman. Like, and you know, you talk about another player that United was once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so sad. Fabian Shah, I think good. Yeah, good. There's nothing to see here. Good. Jamal Lasseles. Average. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, average. Yeah, because of he has not played enough. It's just average. Matt Target. Average. I don't even know he used to play at Aston Villa. Jalem back at Aston Villa. I don't know that. <laughs> you, so I'm not even going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say average, I say average. He needs to okay. play more games. And, you okay. know, I feel like with... Uh, was it... Uh, who, they, okay, Newcastle just bought Lewis Hall. So, I think if... The ball is not bought playing, Livramento Lewis as well. Hall will, yeah, Livramento plays on the right. So, I think yeah, yeah, Lewis Hall is going to... He's going to play when Dambon is not playing. So, my target better find his way. Yeah, Emil Kraft. I never watch him. Javier Manquillo. I never watch him. Louis Hall. Average. Average. High potential. Yeah. No, um, high, very high potential, but of course. Um, will I even say average? I mean, now this is very dicey because Louis Hall played a, a couple of games for Chelsea, actually. The first team, and he was good in those games. Mm, mm. But not, still not enough sample size. I don't think it's still enough sample size. You know, I think this season is where this season he could just you know if he could get that good position. That is, if he uh, manages to get it up, I'm born. <laughs> now I think now, he will. Now I think he will. the problem think... with the problem with starting anyway. Actually, now now I think of it, I was going to say Newcastle have really tall players at, at defense, but Trippier is not a very tall player, and he starts. Yeah, so I mean, I I yeah, like you know the I feel like depending on the games, right? Mm-hmm. And the way Newcastle play, some games they want to dominate and all of it. And it depends on how how good the how things Lewis Hall will be defensively. So I think that would also be a factor. Livramento. 
I think good. Average, very high game. potential. He played for Southampton before he got injured. He played a very, yeah, for, very good game. For, but the, the injury was quite long time, so. Okay. I will agree at average than Bourne. Good. Yeah, good. <laughs> I mean, he's, 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 I mean, he's, he's been he's playing very, for a very good team. Yeah, and he's very effective. Yeah. So now, something, yeah. something. Even like, at Brighton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some something I have come to learn about players is effectiveness is very important. You may not even just like um like like I said on Twitter about Sky Havertz. Um Havertz was effective in that game. You know, he may not have a very stellar performance. He was not poor. He was not bad. He was not so great, but he was effective. Yeah, and Ambon has been effective. Yeah. Um, midfielders now. Sandro Tonali. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your rating? Uh, good. I think good. Yeah, good, but good. New but... to the Premier League. Yeah, and I, 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 you know, you know, there are some players that like, eh, I just like, like. Yeah, I really like the... him. I like his application. And he in has good the, technical ability also. Yeah, in in Italy, in Italy now, in those players, Sandro Tonali and Nicolo Zaniolo, who will play for Aston Villa this season, by the way. Yeah. So where would you? That's in Newcastle. Sorry, Aston Villa. Aston, yeah, Aston Villa. Aston Villa has sent Tonali. You said Aston Villa. Okay. You didn't say Newcastle. Okay. So where would you place him? Are good. Okay. I agree with you. Matrici. Average. 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 Isaac Hayden. <laughs> I don't know. I've never met that man in my life before. I don't know who that. <laughs> but you have. You have. He got injured. He used to play for Newcastle before they were bought. He got in. He got really injured. He was one of their better players. Okay, maybe I'll maybe I'll check him up later because I don't want to leave this app and have network issues again. But what's his name now? I think he's at Norwich now. Isaac Hayden. I think he's at loan. He's on loan at Norwich. Okay, I don't have an opinion. So yeah. Have you banned? Good. Hmm. Good over. It's 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 really okay now. Good, yeah. But just on have you banned? Um, now. I, I also talked about this now on WhatsApp, not on Twitter anyway. How that selling um, St. Maximan for heavy bands. Maximan is, was not an effective player. I mean, he could dribble. He was effective in that he could dribble and everything, and he was effective to the team. But you want your attackers to produce numbers for you. And heavy bands got off from Eligos last season, and it's been a constant occurrence for him. He's been playing at, on his very good level. For Leicester City, who have just gotten relegated, so have you been on to watch out for now? <laughs> God, don't go and start for Newcastle on the left wing. And I think it's a matter of time before he goes to the bench and have you starts over him. Have is a magnet for numbers. He just knows. In the first game week, he played thirty minutes and he had a goal and an assist. 
Yeah, he's just he's just very effective. And it's as if he doesn't give up. <laughs> yeah. He just keeps trying. He just he just keeps trying and like there's really like you don't see like a lot of drama from him like when he's playing he just keeps trying, he just keeps trying and you know, he's just like someone that you know he comes to do a job and he just you know Did you not mention Bruno Gumares? No, we are not done now, we're not done. Okay. <laughs> We've not even gone to Jeff Hendrick. Abibans is listed as a midfielder on the Premier League website. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Hendrick. To be honest, not. Ryan <laughs> Fraser. Ah, average at this point. At this point, yeah. But used I, to look really good. Used to look so good for Bournemouth. Yeah, for Bournemouth. Oh he my god! To... Ah, god. I think, but I think he got injured a lot, and that just he used to be like he used to be so good, so direct. So good. I think he, he has to go to average now. Just average. Jacob Murphy. Someone else I like a lot. Good. Yeah, good. Good. Would you put him on the same level as Botman? Yeah, I will. Jacob Murphy. Have you Have you is a, is a, is a question of of the team he played with previously. You would put him on the same level as. I mean, it's like, now this thing is a problem because. This thing is a problem <laughs> because now because we've mentioned consistency, and now the problem is you cannot call Murphy an average player, because he has never even been bad when he has played. He has not been average when he has played. He has been good when he has played. But he's not been good enough to start. I'm, uh, Somebody who's uh, never started. Will you put them on the same level as someone who got them Champions League qualification? <laughs> points, fair points. So average. I think he has to be average. He needs to play more. Right? He can't just sit on the bench and, you know, claim to be on the same level. Go and prove yourself, right? He doesn't get called up for England, does he? No. Not like they call Happy Bands up. Do they call Happy Bands up? No, they don't. They don't call happy bands up. But I think he has a call up for England, but he's not called up consistently. I mean, it's had and anyway. Let's 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 see what happens with bands. But Miguel Almiron. Ah, good. Good player. Yeah, good. Joe Willock. Oh God, I don't keep this people in average because Joe Willock is a good player. I know. Yeah, he's good. He I... plays now. He played for them last season. He just got injured. He plays. Okay. He was good enough to play for that Newcastle team. He played with Gimaret and Jolinton. That was their favorite, you know, starting eleven. He just got injured and all of that. And okay. he was trying for them. Elliot Anderson. Nah, nothing from me, man. Sean Longstar. Average. Average. 
Bruno Guimarães. Hum, great. <laughs> great. Yeah, is the consistency. Bias. <laughs> I'm biased because I like Bruno a lot. And one more thing. I do, I do like him. I like him a lot. I like I like what he's like able to do. He's getting into a great category. Yeah, I think he's good. We have to put him as good right now for the sake of consistency, but he looks really, really good. Right? He looks like yeah. a very good midfielder. Uh-huh. I think he's that's... good in different phases of the game. Right? He's good with carrying, dribbling, yeah. passing, shooting. He is, oh my goodness, he is Declan Rice. Yeah. And his, his ability to read the game, like, you know, it doesn't look like he's cut out, but at the same place, if you look at his heat map, he's usually all over the place. Yeah. So, I guess, I guess, like, we'll put him, we'll put him a good for now. For now, for now. Yeah, for now. For now, very important for now. There's a Louis Smiley. I don't know who he is. Premier League doesn't even have the picture. <laughs> Forward, Joe Linton. Funny enough, have you been listed as a midfielder and Joe Linton listed as a forward? You, <laughs> but, but you know, you, you know, Joe Linton is an actual forward. It's just that. I mean, he used to be a forward now. I know when yeah, he came. <laughs> but we know where they all play. You know, have yeah. you been placed in the attacking line and? Jolinton has been playing in midfield for over a season. Like Premier League has to they have to update themselves. <laughs> anyway, Jolinton is a good player. Yeah, good player. Good player. Callum Wilson. Good. Good. Yeah. Like good. imagine having Callum Wilson and Isaac as your center for one option. Bro, and Isaac is Isaac is. I, I think we talked about Isaac. Isaac is Isaac is not. Isaac can dribble from the wing. Like he can, he can probably he can dribble play as, as across well across the forward line. Bro, <laughs> very good control. Very very good control. Very intelligent ball. movement. For his height, <laughs> like do you get and. Do you know the funny thing? Do you know the funny thing? I said it's like what? I think I, I said it on Twitter as well. I actually watched Isaac play for Rich Sidad. And this was not the guy in Rich Sidad. Um now this is this is not to um say anything bad about him, but this is rather to portray the point that when a striker, when a player is good, there are traits that you will see. Now, now this is very subjective, but um I really Isaac, while I'm, you continue I'm, what you're saying, I'm Isaac coming, is yeah. 23 years old. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll get all of that. I read Sancho a lot. Now, this is... I, I just want to say something that may not be related to this. Yeah? Now, I read players based on what... Based on the ability they have. Yeah? Not now. Of course, there are sometimes when... Like, I'm saying this is subjective. So, there are sometimes where you cannot argue with the numbers. Yeah? But... I wish players based on the ability they have, yeah. And sometimes that ability does not equal um, productivity. And 
that is a problem yeah. with a lot of teams, yeah. But because with of Isak, system, all of that, yeah, and all of that stuff. With Isak, you could see um, there's a striker in here. He was never a good finisher at Richardson like, to start with. He was he was a very frustrating player to watch. He would do a lot of things right and then fluff the finish, yeah. But um, enough said. Isak has the potential to be a very world class striker, <laughs> a very complete world class striker, man. A very complete footballer, like just like I used to say, um, Luxor. He's a good footballer, yeah. Isak. Now, Haaland is a good striker. Isak is a good footballer. Haaland is a world-class striker. Isak has the potential to be a world-class footballer. In general, everything. Yeah. He already has two goals this season. He had ten last season. There was this goal I saw last season. It was not even a goal. It was an assist for Murphy. If you see what Isak did. (laughs) God. I'll, I'll, I'll try and send you the video. Um, so that you can, but but I think you've probably seen this where he basically dribbled like from the wing and then dribbled from that corner line and then he just played. In fact, I think his intention was to score, but he, he not now enter. So Murphy had to just put his leg and throw it and throw the ball in. Yeah. Um, Anyways, so it's. Anthony Gordon and Isaac left. Anthony Isaac, Gordon, I think, is... Isaac good. Isaac good because, again, of playing yeah. time. Now, what I think is happening is that... And I, and I think it's a very smart thing to do. Um, they're trying to phase him into the team slowly. Just like um, the Zebi is doing for Ivan Ferguson. True. True. Well, so Anthony Gordon. What was your thought? Did you put Anthony Gordon on exactly on the same level? Nah, I'm putting him on my, I'm putting him on average, bro. I don't think he's had a good season yet. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, he has potential, quite all right. Yes, but Correct. he hasn't had a good season. Yeah. So I think it's it's fair to put him on average. You can't say maybe because he looks really good. That he's a good player, he has to show it. Mm-hmm. He has to show it. So that's it for Newcastle United. Yeah, so oh, and I have to watched. <laughs> so yeah, this is probably it for the podcast episode as well. Um, is there anything? Okay, yeah, we're just going to go around stories around Europe. Um, yeah. So back I want your game. They enjoyed the first game, won this game. Real Madrid won their game. Napoli, Victor Simen getting a brace. Now, okay, now I'm just going to ask you, Precious. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think of Gifts Orban? <laughs> I've not really watched him, so I know he's he has bantered us now, so I like that. Mm, but, but, but he, I mean, I have, I have watched him. Now, it's, it's really small sample size and then videos on YouTube. But he's a very good striker. And he's someone that you should keep an eye on. Now, I think Spurs wanted to sign him. That move could well come alive. Because, of course, they've lost Kane. So, just keep an eye on Gibbs Urban for this transfer. He could be moving. Yeah, Gibbs. I don't know. 
I think Spurs need a striker. Like a lot of strikers should be calling their agents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think I think maybe maybe Spurs and he's he's a Postecoglou type striker with the pace and everything in yeah. behind. You know, there was yeah, all this talk yeah. about him not being the proper Postecoglou striker and all of that, but. So maybe Gifterban would work. He has already bantered us now, so Tottenham can just get him for the <laughs> for <London>. the energy. <laughs> anyway, that is it for our episode today. Um, now sadly this will come out tomorrow because it's already quite late. So yeah, thank you for your constant support. I do not take your support for granted. I really have to say, appreciate your support. Um, listeners have climbed up a number on consistent basis. So thank you so much for supporting as always. Yeah, thank you guys. Cody. <laughs> bye bye.